Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back. This is your place to be on Blog Talk Radio and across the web. It's Infinite Love Talk Radio, and we are your hosts, Doug and Jackie Christie. That's right, and you can join us anytime by calling us at 347-215-8305, or you can go into our chat room and join us there throughout our show. And today, we are talking old school cars. What you got from me? 57 Chevy Convertible. What you think about that? Oh, I think a lot about that. I know we happen to own one, and we just love that vehicle. We haven't got to enjoy it as much as we wanted to, but old school 57 Chevys is awesome. I think when people think old school, especially in cars, 57 Chevy definitely comes to your mind. It's almost that picture-perfect type of a vehicle, convertible, just a beautiful old school feel. But there are a few others, baby. You got any others in mind? Oh, my God. Let's talk about old-fashioned caddies. You know caddies are one of my favorites. Oh, my God. And I'll take a convertible. I'll take a hard time. I'll take an old beat-up in-the-shed parked convertible. Yes, old school Cadillacs are a wonderful thing. I, I would have to say that my grandma had, I think it might have been like an 81 Cutlass, and it was it was red with red interior, white top. It was just, it, it was wonderful. Every time you got in it, it had that special smell to it. So Cadillacs are definitely something that is that always, always is old school. But I, I have one for you, and I know you guys had one of these because you told me the story, and I want you to share it with the people. But old school always brings back, and now they've got different names for them, but station wagons. Oh, my God. Let me tell you about a station wagon. When we was little, and this is old school for real, my mom, we didn't have no money, so my mom, well, we had money, but we didn't have enough for me a car because it's nine of us. So my mom had this old, old beat-up station wagon. My friends in the neighborhood called it the hearse because it was long and shaped like a hearse, but it was dark green, and it had windows missing in the back and all that. But, you know, when you're young and you're trying to get around, you don't really care. So what we would do is we would drive this old-school station wagon. It might have been a... I don't even know, Oldsmobile, way, way back in the day. And we'd go to gas stations and stuff. We'd see our other friends. So all of my girlfriends in the car with me would lay on the floor, literally lay down on the floor until I finished pumping the gas. <laughs> Drop down <laughs> Because they the didn't want to see. They didn't want to be seen in the car. But, right. you know, that car got us around. It did what it needed to do. No question. That is so foul that your girls would do that to you, though, mm-hmm. because... Hey, it's all about getting from point A to point B. And speaking of old school cars, do you remember when, and, and for those people in, in Washington, we have areas called Seward Park, and I just remember that all the people back in the day, they would wax their car down. But oh, instead yeah. of wiping the wax off, they would drive it down to Seward Park with the wax on before they wiped it off. Do you remember that? Oh, I remember that clearly. And then, see, when you got to the park, then you would get your towel out or your T-shirt. See, we would get T-shirts because T-shirts was known not to scratch in the vehicle, even if the vehicle was old. And then you wax it down and you look cool and everything like that. So I do remember that. No question. The old school brings back so many memories, especially of the vehicles, because to be honest with you, so many of them were beautiful. They were made from metal back in the day also. not A lot of cars now are made from fiberglass, but we're talking real live chrome bumpers. We're talking not always leather. We had the different types of material back then, but it oh, it looked so, so wonderful. 
But, honey, you missed the one of the main and most important, and you missing the old-school T-Bird. Uh, well, that's always a, a lover <laughs> of mine, a 66 T-Bird, y'all. I'm talking red with red interior, white, white walls, white top, and the steering wheel would slide from left to right when you got in just to give it that <laughs> extra special feel. It always had the smell in it of just that old, old smell that I love. My grandfather had one. It passed it to my father, and now it's passed it to me, and we still have it to this day, although I did paint it silver instead of Yeah, and that silver one's real pretty, but check this one out. Let's talk a little bit about clothes and just, I mean, what's some of the old school clothes they used to wear? Let's talk about the Levi's rolled up with the white T-shirt and the Converse tennis shoes. Remember that? <laughs> no question. Uh, Converse tennis shoes, white uh, Levi's rolled up is, is a definite old school feel. And, and you could add to that. You could add a cardigan sweater. Did you wear a cardigan sweater? Oh, I yeah. Well, at least the boys did. My brothers did. I didn't really wear the cardigan sweater, but the T-shirt, we all was chubby and tubby and it down in the old days. No question. What about, if, if you want accessories, what about your gazelles? Now, see, gazelles, I ain't familiar with those, but everybody used to have them. I just don't remember. That's real old school right there. That's that's the big square glasses. Uh, that's, you know, going into breaking and a lot of different things. Oh, or, yeah, the cool stuff. The, yeah. What about the furry Kango? I, I never the Kango, had I'm familiar with the Kango. <laughs> now, you know what? Uh, what's his name? He is the one that brought the Kangos and just made, put them on the map, wouldn't you say? Uh, Slick Rick. Slick Rick, no that's question. right. Furry Kango. Uh, but myself, I never could, I, I never could, I'd put it on my head and then I'd look in the mirror and I, I just wasn't feeling myself at the time, so I, I didn't want to step out, I guess. But That's oh, right, and I want to interrupt you, honey, for a minute and let everybody out there in uh, Christy Land, Infinite Love, Talk Radio Land know that if we echo in a little bit, we happen to be in the studio with our daughter coming to you live out of, uh, what would this be, Redmond, Washington, Seattle, Washington. We're at Synergy Studios where she's recording another hot song. This one is titled My Life. So be looking for that on her album coming up in June. And I just thought I'd mention that to you because I see a lot of callers on the line, and I see an email that just came to me on the other line that's saying you guys are echoing, and that's cool because I know you can still hear us, though, and you get the feel of this old school groove we're in. That, that is the, what do you call, vibrato. In our voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, and if you if you involved in the music trait and the music uh, situation, you would know that. But Bravo is when your voice echoes a little bit and it kind of vibrates. Do it for him, honey. Go ahead with Chocolate Rain. Chocolate Rain. <laughs> <laughs> and whoever's not familiar with that, you can check it out with and We get the Wizzle on here today. He's going to do a rendition for you. And we also <laughs> have it. If you go to YouTube, you can pull it up. He was the one that won the 2007-2008 YouTube Awards. But back to killing you guys with this old school groove, some of the old school ways, baby. Let's talk about that. Well, old school ways. There's a lot of different old school ways, but what about courting? When you, they didn't call it dating, they called it courting. Did you ever get courted? <laughs> well, you know, it's funny, you guys, because we're talking about old school ways, and although me and my husband isn't old, we still had some of the old school ways, and we was back in the days. He courted me, I'd say. He didn't, you know, try to do nothing the first date or nothing like that. He took me out to dinner and talk to me and kind of listen to videos and watch videos with me. So, yeah, well, I would say that's courting. What would you say, that's called games, You know what? It depends on who you ask whether we're old because you ask Douglas, our son, and he calls me old man now. I, I'm not I'm not feeling it, but I'm going with it because he calls me old man, so I don't know about that. But courting is definitely something that we experience, but something that today I don't think they're experiencing too much. 
well, what? You don't think they're experiencing that too much? Well, I would have to say that we gotta we gotta bring that back, everybody. So all you guys out there listening, let's try to bring you the important thing. What about picnics? Oh, picnics are so sweet. Those were back in the day, and they still in today's world right now, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say that picnics is something that people are still doing today, but that's on that whole romantic tip. If you want to uh, want to really, really have a nice lunch, relax, uh, it depends on what city you're in and what time of the year you do it, but you uh, get a picnic basket, some sandwiches, different things, depending on your vegetarian or not, of course, and you uh, get yourself a nice meal, a nice blanket, lay it out, and you have a conversation instead of maybe going to a posh restaurant. Oh, that's most definite. And I see we got callers on the line. I happen to recognize this phone number. This is one of our regulars and the real sweet lady that we know out of D.C. named Betty. Go ahead and tell us what you're trying to tell us, Betty. Hello? Hello, Betty. How are you? I got a surprise for you guys. You do? What's the surprise? Sports <laughs> um, and Monster Magazine and uh, Double XL. XL Magazine editor, writer here, writer here, Brianna, and she, I've been telling so much about you and your family and your wonderful daughter, and she wants to say something to you guys. And then I have another surprise after she speaks. Okay, fantastic. Put her on. Santa Claus today. What up, what up? This is Brianna from Hi, Brianna. Hello, hello. How are you? Oh, we're fantastic. Thank you. Brianna, can you hear us? Yes, I, I can hear you. Yeah, hey. heard about your daughter, Chantel. Oh, yeah, thank you. She's doing great. She's inside of the studio right now. We happen to be recording at Synergy Studios right now today, and she's doing a real hot song. Oh, okay, that's what's up. Okay, so... um. She She's a good singer, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, she's fantastic. You know, and we're her parents, and we're not biased. She actually really is. I always call her the baby Beyonce, so everybody keep your eyes and ears open for her. She's coming. I'm, I'm biased, though, Brianna. Look for the album June 1st. I'm very biased. Love the girl and the music. <laughs> and she's getting a lot of lot of great responses. She's um she's everywhere right now. She's all on the internet. She has a single out called Here We Are Again. She also has a second single coming out, um, titled Planet Disco. That will be out April tenth. And then she has her album following that up on June first. Well, I, I definitely heard a, a lot about her. I, I would be excited. I would love to meet her. Oh, fantastic! She would love to meet you too. Are you based in D.C.? No, ma'am. I am actually based in Chicago. Chicago, okay. Well, that's Chi Town. We like Chi Town. We definitely do. Windy City. We need to. We need to do something. Y'all need to oh. make it to Chicago. But okay. Well, most definitely, definitely. Please give us your contact information, everybody. That's Brianna, based out of Chicago. We definitely gonna do something. So be keeping your eyes and ears open. Shannon has a huge MySpace page, so we gonna put it all up on there. When you're ready, of course, Brianna. Um, we right here. So you know, Betty, give her our contact information, and we talking about old school days and ways today. Okay, that's what's up. And I'm sorry to hold your um, your radio talk show, but I have another surprise for you. Okay. We love you, Thank you. Thank you, guys. That's cool. Did you hear that, Annie? We love you. No question. We love the love. Thank you so much, and we love y'all, too. That's real. We really appreciate it. You guys are making our day. Oh, 
and we're coming back to you live, and we're talking about old school days and ways, and we hope you guys all heard that. That's some beautiful love coming out of D.C. and out of Chi-Town, Chicago with Brianna. And now, back on the subject, we're talking about music, honey. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, that right there that you just played was incredible. That was Al Green, Let's Stay Together. Well, and let's play a little bit of it. Man, can I get a little, minutes. just 30 seconds. 20, okay, 30 seconds. 30 seconds, something. Okay, we can keep that going all night, you guys. We're feeling that one right there. But we can't because guess what? We got some more show to do, honey. So where are we at now? I mean, I'm going to give you a couple names and and break in when you want. Okay. Al Green, the OJs, Isley Brothers. Tell me about the OJs. I mean, there's anything that's old school. You're going to go to Teddy Pentagrass, Isley Brothers, OJs, Turn off the lights, light a candle. Okay, not to interrupt you. Could you give me a little episode of that, please? Oh. I'm old. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's that. Who is that? <laughs> that's Teddy Pettigrass. That's right. Well, what about B.B. King? We talking old school. You got you to gotta put B.B. King in Give me one of his. Lucille. There it Come is. Come on now. Grandma there Lucille. That's exactly right. What about O.J.'s? I mean, not O.J.'s. Old school. We talking not Michael Jackson. We talking the Jackson 5 when we talking old school. Okay, so Jack Jackson 5. Give me a one of C. Okay. One, two, three. That's right. How about the Beastie Boys? Okay, now the Beastie Boys now. You're going to have to give us one of those. <laughs> you got you got somebody over there dancing and going with you. See these these guys is real old school. They taking us way back to the days of the Beastie Boys. You guys, let's talk a little bit about hair. Let's talk about some of the Jerry curls Ooh. back in the day. Everybody out there, this is an African American thing, but we know you all. Oh, y'all was hold on, I got a question. You guys out there doing it. When you had a curl, because I'm sure that you did, when you put your cap on, did you put a hole in your cap? Oh, no. No, see, I didn't know, so I would put the permade on, then I would do the spray. What was it? The um, Stay So Soft or something in the brown bottle with the dark brown writing? And then mine was long, so then I put on the bag, and I didn't know to put the cap on. So the, it would drip down my forehead and break my forehead out, and I'd have fish oh. and I couldn't stand bumps. What would you do? Oh, I would. I was a, a permade. That's what I liked. I like the smell of permade. You know that pink and purple bottle, y'all, or, or squeeze if you want to. Nice, nice cream, beautiful smell. It smelled I, like bubble gum. Oh, it, it was beautiful. But what, what did? Well, you didn't have one, but uh, when when we get the whistle on later on, we'll talk about because I remember he had a flat top back in the day. Oh, okay. What you know about the flat top? Well, see, the flat top was a very popular cut because i seen rappers doing it. Everybody was doing it. And if you had the right kind of hair and it had that just that nice texture and you cut it square, square. it Ooh. was off the hook. It didn't matter what you put on in water school. You was the flyest <laughs> one up in there with the flat top. Nice, tight cut with it. What about, I, This one you might have had. The finger wave? 
Oh, no, the finger waves, I thought that was just a little bit too Rick James for me. I couldn't do the finger waves, but you know what? All of my friends did. I would be jealous on those days when they would come with the finger waves. Oh, yeah. I would be. No, if you put the finger wave right, you got it happening, that's for sure. I, I mean, and we, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about the beehives. Mm. Wait a minute, wait a minute. The beehives are still in today's world. My really? friend Patricia, and I know you listen to Patricia because you listen every week, and you might want to cut in here. She's still rocking the beehives oh, today. Putting jewelry in her beehives. Ooh. Oh yeah, you could put costume jewelry in there and really just rock it right away. And then you put on the blackberry lipstick. Women out there, you know what I'm talking about. And you line your lips first with the black eyeliner. Up your cave yeah. up with the jewelry. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You just you was about to just let me tell you. Raspberry. Ooh. I okay, she you put the raspberry, that's the red. If for people out there that ain't hip to the coloring that we do as females. <laughs> You cool as heck. You go and you get you the um, dark and lovely raspberry, and you got the you got the beehive going on. But let's talk about Farrah Fawcett and the feathering back in the day. Oh yeah, if you had if you had it, you could feather it. I mean, they know how to cut it and feather it. You have it looking like the Bee Gees or something like That's that. Right. The Bee, didn't they feather their hair? The Bee Gees. Oh yeah, the the Bee Gees, Farrah Fawcett, everybody broke shields. Everybody was rocking that, and that's still happening in today's world. Is you know. Well, we can. Uh, well, that wasn't in back in the day, but I guess it's always been around. Is this hair that I got right now, which is none. Oh, none. Geez, you guys, he's talking about the bald. <laughs> now you could rock the bald, and that was happening back in the day when they had the '57 Chevy convertibles, the Mustangs. They had the Levi's rolled up with the Converse and the white T-shirt, the cigarette. You had to have a cigarette, and you had to have a six-pack. If you had all that, you was really cool. What, what was the guy's name who took the picture, and he, that's what he had on right there? It's a six-pack oh, red. Oh, my God, what was his name? Not oh. Johnny Depp, because he's, he's current. Who yeah, was this guy? That, that, was, that was old school. But Somebody? He was, yeah, he was just going to come back to me, because when you try to think about it, you can't think about it. But if I say a name like this, because we're going to go old school TV right now, what about the... Partridge family. Oh, my God. What the Partridge family. That? Now, see, I loved watching the Partridge family, but my favorite was the Brady Bunch. I ah, had to watch the Brady Bunch. It was more story. fun. Yeah. The you know, and they had things going on. It was like sisters and brothers that weren't of the same mom, but they were sisters and brothers. But the Partridge family was cool, too. What about uh, Sanford and Son? Well, Sanford and Son is just definitely a winner. I mean, come on, our son likes that. I don't know. He's he's old school. That's, he's new school, old school. If there's such a thing, what about Benny Hill? Oh my God, Benny Hill got me in many a trouble. <laughs> oh, I was supposed to be asleep, but I had insomnia growing up. Everybody, you need to hear this. And my mom would be like, go to bed. There was nothing else on TV but Benny Hill. So, of course, you know, you're a little frisky teenager. You're trying to learn about things. Benny Hill was going to teach you. Oh, okay. He was going to have people running across there, no clothes on, and all that giggling and laughing. And you were tight. Oh, I got to get a boyfriend. Quick, give me a boyfriend. I'm going to be like Benny Hill. So I watched it many a times and knew I wasn't supposed to. The one that I used to watch constantly and then it just went away was the Jerry Lewis Telethon. Oh. Remember that? Oh, yeah, raised all the money. And I couldn't understand what in the world is. Jerry's but he's kids. so cool, isn't he? Jerry yeah, Lewis is just the coolest. Jerry's kids, or or here's another one. Carol Burnett show. I oh. know this was one of your favorites. You told me. Carol Burnett was the funniest thing going, and I still wish she was around today. And you know, on certain channels, if you really look, if you're an insomniac like me and you like TV and movies, you can go through and surf on your cable network, and you will find like a show, you know, that they're showing now that she used to do back in the day, and it's, it's still just as entertaining. That's right. Or our studio hall. Oh, the short-lived uh, 
<laughs> talk show that Arsenio attempted was great. Right, I wish he would have stayed on because I still think that he added a little bit of color. Give me, give my drip. Oh. <laughs> to the nighttime circuit, but that's okay. He'll be back. I hear he's coming back with another show in the next year or two, so I'll be sitting there front row and center. Well, well, how about we got to talk a little bit about movies. When we talk about movies, oh, somebody that comes up and has set a precedent is Richard Pryor. Which way is up? He played about 500 different characters in the movie. And nowadays you see everybody doing the same thing. Honey, wouldn't you just say that was one of the best all-time entertaining movies ever? Yeah, no question. My favorite line was, somebody told, stole my piece of chicken, and I hope you choke on the bloop, bloop, bone. <laughs> And I must have to agree with you on that one. He was that movie and Richard Pryor and all the movies that he do. Let me tell you, let's talk about Grease. Oh, I knew you was going to bring that up. That's your favorite movie. I'll tell you that I've kind of seen excerpts, but I've never watched the whole thing. Let me tell you, Grease has got to be the all-time best movie ever. And that's for all genres, all nationalities. Everybody would love Grease. When John Travolta got out there with Olivia Newton-John and she had the black tight pants on and the hair up and the curl and the little top and they danced and sung through this movie, it was great. But my favorite part was the slumber party when Frenchie was in there telling them about the guy that she loved. That was my favorite. Well, that's a, I, I'm going to have to check it out because we talk about it all the time, but I just never sat down and watched it. See, I was watching stuff like Scarface. Okay. What do you think about that? Guys, Scarface, the world is yours. What do I think about that? Because we feel like the world is ours, really, you guys. So I definitely identify with him. But I love when he got busted. He had to go in there and talk to the police and tell them, and he didn't break under pressure. Whoever hasn't seen Scarface, you're missing out, okay? You're not human because everybody in this world has seen Scarface. You love me tomorrow. Okay. How about Beach Street? Did you check that out? No, I don't have any clue to what Beach oh, Street is. Oh, man, Beach Street is all hip-hop. you got to check that out because we're going to talk about Somebody who I believe was in Beat Street earlier in another segment. And Beat Street, well, obviously, if you're a breakdancer, you knew about Beat Street. Another one was breaking, and that was more popping and locking. But uh, Electric Boogaloo, all of those movies was, oh, if you were a dancer, I loved dancing and just, just enjoyed. Seriously, you know watch. What, you guys, my husband is right, and we could talk about old school days and old school ways for an hour. We we really enjoy sharing that with you. We wanted to bring a little bit of that back. In case you might have forgot, we know nowadays, you know, with the way things is going, people don't remember Cadillacs, 57 Chevys, dates when you go on actual picnics. We know with global warming and stuff, and, you know, we're going to use this time to say, get you one of them kind of little eco-friendly cars, eco-friendly house, that type of thing, because we're headed to doomsday. Green! So think green, but at the same time, we might forget some threes company. Come on, bring it back with, you know, Benny Hill and, you know, the Cosby Show and all that stuff. Those was the fun days. So we wanted to share a little bit about that with you. And now we're going to move right on into our next segment. And what would that segment bring us, honey? That would be Hot Topics. And I would say one of the obviously hottest rappers of all time, I would say that, uh, has been banned from Britain. And that would be Snoop Dogg. But they are trying to let Snoop Dogg back into Britain after a two-year ban. I don't know exactly what it was for, but to get banned from Britain, uh, what do you think? I think that they should let him back in, but they said they're not keen on it. So right now his people are talking to them, trying to get him in, because they feel like he should be in. What happened is he was at the airport and got into a little fizzle with them, and they don't uh, you know, forget easy, so they hold grudges. Well, Brizzle, you need to let Snoop Bizzle back into your kizzle. 
<laughs> Thank you very much, Sybil. Now, if you understand what that means, please let him back in. We think that he will do whatever you guys need him to do and behave. But he's a great guy. We love his show. We love his songs. We love everything. In fact, if you listen to Snoop Dogg, you need to jump on a record with our daughter, Chantel. And moving right along to Beyonce. <laughs> Beyonce, excuse me, Beyonce and Jay-Z. They got married last night in New York City. And we hear, this is on the wire, you guys. This is us, you know, listening to the, you know, <laughs> to the, on um, the grapevine. They brought in. 60,000 white orchard flowers. They flew them in on a private jet from Thailand, and the lady confirmed that she cut 100,000. They took 60,000 of the best ones to the tune of $300,000. Now that's love. Woo! I guess you put a price tag on it, wouldn't you? Yeah. The orchids from a different country flew them in on a plane. I bet you it was beautiful, and I bet you it had a beautiful oh, yeah. smell at the same time. But hats off, Jay-Z, Beyonce, do your thing, y'all. Marriage is beautiful, and make it happen. Make it happen, y'all. Been together a long time, and we can be the first to tell you congratulations. Welcome to marriage, and it's not going to be easy, but it is awesome if you want to make it that way. No question. How about, this is what I was talking about earlier in the show, when I, I said that uh, from the B-Boy clan rock steady, Frosty Freeze dies at age 44, and I just have to say that uh, for the breakers out there, rock steady crew, everybody who knows about breaking, uh, R.I.P. to Frosty Freeze, no question. When, when you have people like that who are, uh, you know, at the top of the game, I will have to say as far as breaking goes, and have really set the precedence for the whole hip-hop world and the hip-hop generation, right. we, we, we should really bow our heads and say uh, R.I.P. to Frosty Freeze, no question about it. Most definitely. Our hearts go out to him and we'll say a prayer for him. And I, I want to tell you, honey, another U.S. airline shuts down. Can you imagine? Due to these high rise in fuel prices, if we all boycott everybody, park your cars, don't drive, don't catch a bus, don't do nothing, just stay in your house. We'll call each other on the phone and get a mass conference call going all around the world. Everybody can be on the line at the same time. And just show them for one day, I think they'll lower them prices. That's not going to work. Oh. That's not happening because people is not sitting at home. They are out driving them cars and trying to fill them up. Now, now tell me this because you told me about it earlier, and I want to know the airline that gave away tickets for how much? The airline gave away seats, you guys, for $10. And wait a minute. When you got in line, if you wanted to get on with the first group of passengers, you didn't have to go first class because there ain't no classes in service. You pay $15 for that so you can get on first. So there is $25 you spent. Then you could pay $10 so you can get the a la carte meal while you was on the plane. So you spend $30. Now, I wouldn't fly that airline. I'm sorry. Where was you going from? It's Midwest City. Compton to West Covina? No, but it was Midwest City to Midwest City, wow. and, you know, it's like they ended up having to shut down because they tried everything, and that was their last resort. That, that is a last resort, no question about it. When you drop prices that much, but fuel prices are just out of control. Uh, Where we at? What does that mean? Oh, you know that's going to cut me off right away no question <laughs> we're going to at this particular time of the show you are, you guys know when you hear that music what it is we're going to bring back the whistle whistle, whistle, whistle. what's happening with you man hello how are you we are doing fantastic on this Saturday, no question about that. And this is this is the final four Saturday uh, among 
things, Wizzle. And, and we got North Carolina, Kansas later on tonight, UCLA, which both of us picked, I will say that right now, versus Memphis, who UCLA is not doing good. But, but tell me a little bit about this Final Four and what's going on. What do you think? Well, it's a bunch of tough, tough contests. There's uh, the personnel and coaches is really high and lighted right now. And uh, actually, uh, Memphis has went ahead and, uh, and won by 15 over my pick and your pick as well. So, hey, congratulations to Memphis. But uh, obviously, the best teams are rising right now, and that's what we have going on. Well, now, does that mean that you're at this particular point you're supposed to change your pick, or do you just hope for the best team to win now? Well, you got a couple of options. Either you could jump on the bandwagon with someone else, or you could just turn the channel. Okay, well, I, you know what? I, I'm going to give you, uh, well, uh, not you, I'm going to give us one more opportunity. You got North Carolina, Kansas, and you got Memphis level. Well, who's your pick? Well, you know what? Kansas really, really didn't impress me their last outing. Um, I know that they were playing, obviously, a tough team, but it just didn't seem like they had the type of momentum you would need going into the type of contest where you're playing against the consensus National College Player of the Year in Tyler Hasbro. So it seems like everything uh, Charles Barkley has been predicting as far as about, uh, quote-unquote, the college's best player ever is coming true. So it, uh, it looks like uh, North Carolina looks pretty good. Now, now, hold on. Who did Charles Barkley call the best player ever in college? Well, I mean, he was referring to Tyler Hansborough. I mean, as far as his will, his determination, uh, you know, now if you agree with that or not, that's another issue. But is he a warrior? Without question as far as in the college level. So uh, it doesn't seem like there's anybody to offset him right now. And uh, the game that I was looking forward to as far as love versus Hansborough will not occur this year, and it probably will never occur on the college level. So. So, so who do you got? Are you going with Hansborough, North Carolina? Uh, is that what I'm hearing? It seems like they have all the momentum, right? Now. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna reserve my pick for a second here because I, I'm not really sure. I, I will have to say this about Kansas. You know, we we're a Rainier Beach, and for those of you out there in Infinite Love Land that don't know, that's Seattle, Washington's best high school as far as athletics go. That that's where I and the Whistle attended. But one of our schoolmates who is now playing for Kansas, unfortunately, Roderick Stewart broke his kneecap at the end of practice. Am I correct on that, Whistle? Well, it was a freak accident. They happened. Um, I had an incident happen to me in college that had me in goggles for the rest of our season. So it, it, it's something unfortunate, unfortunate that happened, but it lets you know that their team was obviously trying to get it to the level uh, physically and mentally where you need to be to take on some of this uh, the cream of the crop talent right now. Well, you know, looking at at these teams right here, Memphis, Kansas, North Carolina, uh, I'm kind of thinking if, if Kansas can get by North Carolina, they win. But looking at Memphis and as, as strong as they are playing right now, I am going to go with Memphis in this particular pick. And uh, right now the Wizzle is taking North Carolina. The Dugster's dad is taking Memphis. So we will see what happens with that and uh, and have to monitor that. I, I have another big one for you, though. And I, I mean big in the, in the sense that uh, I think it was a good idea. But Stephon Curry is going back to school. Do you, is that a good thing or, or a bad thing? What do you think? I think that it's, it's, it's a good thing. Um, 
and obviously it's individual. Um, obviously he feels like he has some things to work on before he introduces himself to the NBA game. And, heck, he might not even be prepared to live an NBA type of lifestyle because, let's face it, when you leave college and you leave to go to corporate America, which is essentially what you do, you're giving up your teenage days, your freedom, your boy days, your kid-like days, your your days of having no excuses for just being lazy and all those type of things. We're we're talking about entering the world of being a professional. And, and if you're not ready to do that, he certainly can enjoy college and enjoy his, his education and the camaraderie of the students and, and everything that comes with that, and, and I'm sure he'll have fun with that too. Hey, I've seen that uh, – that Kevin Durant is heading back to college uh, in this offseason rather than playing with the Sonics because he would like to. He said he misses class and studying. And, you know, there is something to that because it's all about meeting people and, and networking and learning how people study and how they get the best results and learn how to get the best results for yourself. So, hey, i, I got to give him credit for that. And um, other than that, if he was thinking financially, he'd be making a, a blunder. So, uh, he made the right choice for himself. I will have to agree with you, and I think in a lot of ways when, when I look at Stefan and as great a player as he is, and I think truly that he is going to be, I, I really think that he made the right decision as far as working out, and I think that this whole tournament gave him a real good, you know, even last year, but this year even stepping on, taking his team farther, gave him a good barometer to see exactly physically how demanding it's going to be because when off the defenses key in on you the way that they keyed in on him, you're going to have to be stronger, uh, quicker, and these are things that he can definitely address because looking at his body, he, he has a lot of growing to do, so Hats off to Stephon Curry, no question about it. Well, Wizzle, we're talking NBA basketball now, and looking at the Western Conference, they are still undecided. We we got seventh and eighth spot in the Western Conference, three teams, Golden State, Dallas, and Denver, and not to mention that Dirk Nowinski is back. What do you think? Well, right now uh, they have Golden State sitting in the ninth, Spot, which is a half game back of, of both both teams, and uh, hey, it's a tough race right now. Every game means absolutely something. Um, Dallas lost a big one to L.A. Um, I think a couple nights ago, and um, you know you got to win these games now. It's all about what it is, and it's, it's about moving forward and and, and trying to uh, leave your legacy. Because I think the players realize that you don't have. Uh, X amount of years to attain the goals and things you wanted to do. And besides, when you go into practice your your first day, we're here for our opportunity to go for everything. So I think you got to go for it when you have the chance. And obviously out here on the West, they are balling, y'all. Yeah, you, you know, I, I look at the Western Conference and I, I look at the fight as for uh, the final two spots, and the word that comes to mind is momentum. And I'm telling you, it means so much at this particular time of the year. And I look at one of those three teams, I think, that has the most momentum right now and is playing really good basketball, and that's the Denver Nuggets. Out of the other two, I'm not really sure – but momentum is big at this particular time. Would you agree or not, Wizzle? I would definitely agree with you. Um, luck, and it definitely has a, a big part to do with this as well. Um, I look at uh, the roster bolster that uh, Denver just had by by uh, welcoming uh, Nene back 
and that's obviously a big body who's physical, and his presence is definitely needed and could be used. He's serviceable to any team in the NBA. So uh, when you get a player that's coming off an injury, he's been resting his, you know, as far as basketball-wise, and I think he's eager and ready to go. Once they give you the clearance in the NBA, I think you're pretty clear and ready to go. So I think that he's got a lot of basketball left in him, and uh, it looks like they're, they're really going to take advantage of that right now. Well, you know, we're always talking Western Conference because right now that is where the biggest race is. But uh, we would be remiss not to speak about the Eastern Conference. And from my point of view, it comes down to a two-horse race. you got Boston and you got Detroit. Whether anybody else, and I'm speaking about the Orlando Magic right now pretty much, or maybe the Cleveland Cavaliers can have anything to say about that. Uh, I mean, are you thinking that it's Boston-Detroit, or do you think anybody else can sneak in there? Well, I, I really like those those guys. Those are the best teams. Um, I think KG has been overshadowed a little bit about the by the play in the West and maybe a little bit of West Coast bias as far as uh, uh, some of the players and MVP candidates coming from the Western Conference. But uh, I really think that it comes down to matchups, and when you get into a, a series with a team, you know, I, I think that Cleveland and LeBron is as dangerous as anybody, and uh, I mean, I I, th- I do think that uh, the Celtics are the team to beat, but I think that uh, LeBron showed me a lot when he beat the same uh, Pistons team. Uh, was it last year? So um, we they got a tough team. They got a lot of good talent, and LeBron is really really coming to his own. We might not see uh, all the the, the the positives from his game, but if you gotta face that guy when he's coming to your gym, and you know you're gonna be sticking him every time, it's, it's you know. It's a tough matchup. Okay, I'm I'm digging that, Whistle, because you're correct. Matchups mean so much. And speaking of matchups, and we're not really going to match them up, but today is old school day, Whistle. Okay, do you you hear me? We're talking old school. So what I want from you is if you could give me two teams, five players and a six-man, old school, though. Don't give me no LeBron James, no Shaquille O'Neal. I, those are new school players. I want some old school players. Let me have two fives and one six-man on each. And let me hear what you got. I know you got something for me in that brain of yours. I got one. I got one. Who? <laughs> he didn't make the roster. <laughs> But Clyde is old school, and Clyde was good. But he didn't make the roster. Well, no, I Now, I put him on my team because he's going to beat the living crap out of somebody if he needs to. Wizzle, who, who you got for us? Well, first of all, what up, Oak? You're listening. And uh, what's up, Clyde? Big up to Kangaroos. What's there up with that? <laughs> but uh, uh, first and foremost, let's let's go back to that. 92-93 Olympic team, that dream team, the first one assembled. We're, we're talking about the one spot, Magic, two Jordan, three Pippen, four Bird, five Ewing, and if we wanted to throw somebody else off the bench, uh, we can certainly do that because we had, hey, they had Christian Laker sitting over there just to throw him in there and have some play. I've got an opportunity to to watch those guys put it down, and uh, we're talking about defense and nowhere to to, to pass the ball. That was the team to play against. That team was absolutely un- unbelievable. I'm, I'm, I'm really not uh, giving John Stockton credit, Carl Malone credit for sitting on the bench over there waiting. Chris Mullen, they had a super, super talented team. Uh, my second team, with I got to keep it local, and I'm a little bit biased, but hey, 78-79 Seattle Sonics. We went to the 
NBA championship that year. We had to take it from the uh, Washington Bullets, not the Wizards, y'all, because we are old school in it. Uh, we're talking Gus Williams, Fred Brown, Dennis Johnson. Man, Dennis Johnson went on to fame in the Celtics and got him a couple there. We're talking John Johnson. We're talking Pat Silas. We're talking Jack Sigma. We're talking Lonnie Shelton, the rough you up off the And to top it off, the lefty, Lenny Wilkins, is the head coach. We're talking Hall of Fame and class all the way up and down. That's right. Oh, that's Hall of Fame. No question. Why Whistle was doing that, I, I put down to myself. I got Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Bird, Russell, and Kareem with my sixth man being the big O. On my second team, I got Jerry West, the Iceman, George Gerber, Bernard King, Barkley, Wilt, and I'm going to put Hakeem in there. because How did I forget Barkley? I don't know, but you can't forget the amount. Now, Whistle, hold on, because you said Barkley. Whistle, what I need is I need you to take those old school names right there and I need you to give me a chocolate rain. Can I get some chocolate rain? Chocolate rain. Thank you. It's like Magic Johnson's in the news again. Chocolate rain. Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen, Maine. Chocolate rain. Larry Bird and Patrick Ewing, Maine. Chocolate rain. All school teams will bang you in your brain. Chocolate rain. <laughs> the real old game, the real old food on play. We want to thank you very much for tuning in because the whistle, the whistle will keep on going with the chocolate rain. And we want to tell you again, he, he, has made our day. he has made our day. And we want to let you know we're bringing it back to the old school. Another, another great segment of our sports. We got a lot of callers on the line. Some hung up because they probably was cracking up like we are. And we go right in to fashion tips. And we'll start that off with. I will have to say, I'm going to keep it old school for my fashion tips. And I'm going shell toe Adidas. And don't forget the fat laces, everybody, because the shell toe is not right without the fat laces. Now, I wear them that way, but the fat laces give you that whole, whole old school appeal. What color, though? What color, Adidas? If we're talking about old school Adidas, it's got to be a special color everybody wanted. Oh, but you can go black and white or white and black. Run DMC. Okay, so you guys hear that. If you want to go old school and you say, ooh, I just really want something old school today, go to Nordstrom's. No, better yet, Foot Locker. They sell every color lace you want. Get you some all-white shell toe Adidas. Put your black laces in there, and you will be officially old school. So make sure you pick that up. And on my fashion tip, everybody, I want to rock your mind, and I want to take you back. And I, Wait, hold on. I need the whole effect. I want to take you back to the old school candies for women. Mm. Girls, I know you remember them shoes. Everybody wanted them. I was willing to argue with my mother to get a pair of those, and I got them. And I'm not encouraging other girls to argue with mommies, but mine luckily blessed me and got me a pair, and I wore them every day until I wore the soles off of them. Now, so on. I'm telling you, oh, my husband Now, hold on. When you talk about candies, would, would the men's version of a candy be a crayon? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you, wait a minute, hold on. We really just really taking it back there. I forgot all about when we talked in our clothing section about crayons. Everybody, didn't you own a pair of crayons? 
crayons company, whoever you are out there that made those, please make some more. I would want my daughter Chantel. I would want my daughter Shani. I would want our son Douglas to wear some candies. They were off of the chain. You had red soles, blue soles, green soles, purple soles, whatever color soles you wanted. You could get them in candies. The top was a canvas material, and they had enough to tie up. Oh, Lord Jesus, they was the hottest shoes back in the day that anybody could have wanted, and you was cool as I don't know what. You could rock them with jeans. Well, I wore mine with bell bottoms. You could rock them with a dress, whatever you wanted. So candies, I'm telling you, was hot, but crayons was hotter. So my fashion tip is right now you can still find some candies. Go online, go to Google, Google me, baby, and you can hear candies, shoes, and I'm sure you will find the hottest ones in today's world, but they was back in the day. No question about it. I, I have to say, and actually, you, I think you got a pair of candies in the closet. That's and right. Shani lo- and Shani loves them, so we're going to have to check that out. But now we're going to check, take it into the love and Definitely, romance. and that's our favorite part of the show. And I'm going to start it off today. We're having so much fun with you guys. Oh, I hate that it's only a few minutes left of the show. But stay with us, y'all. We're going to talk about some questions that was emailed in to us on our MySpace. Again, that's myspace.com forward slash infinite love, Jackie and Doug, or Jackie and Doug Infinite Love. Either way you put it in, it's going to lead you to us. Okay, the first question is, how long is a couple together before being considered common-law married? Oh, I got that one. One week! (laughs) And nowadays, yeah, one week would definitely do it. But in the real legal system, seven years. If you are together with with your mate, living together, though, mind you, not him in New York and you in Pittsburgh, that's not. If you're living together under the same roof and you are together and you're doing everything and cohabitating and working and pooling your money and both paying rent and everything else, you are considered common law married. And I think that's a wonderful thing. For people that don't want to jump the broom or take that big plunge into the official marriage, you can be common law married just by being together and being close for seven years. Man, seven years? Well, what if at six years you'd be like, that's it? Oh, then you don't get common law really? marriage status. No, it has to be seven in the state. I know that's the state of Washington, or I'm pretty sure that's the United States. But don't quote me, and I do have a disclosure <laughs> that don't make because you, you live in Canada and you're you're with your mate for seven years. That Jackie knows what she's saying. I just know in the U.S. or most U.S. cities, you are considered common law married after seven years. And secondly, we have a question that is listen to this question, baby. It, it came across. It says. Can't afford to buy my fiance a ring that okay. she wants. What do I do? I would say leave that be alone. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, we're just playing and um, you know, taking it on a more serious note. I would say if you can't afford the ring that your fiance may want, make a deal with her. You know, compromise and say, "Honey, I love you to death. I'm gonna spend the rest of my life showing you that what I can afford is this, and I hope you love me enough to accept it and know that no matter what the size, it means the same. I'm gonna give you my true." My honesty, my loyalty, my faithfulness, I'm committed to you, and a ring isn't going to justify how much I love you. And I think that if she's for real and she loves you for who you are and not for what you can do for her, any size will do. And she will accept the fact that you guys are going to crawl together and eventually walk, and then you guys can sprint, and then you can run a marathon together. And that means you can get that big ring later on when you can afford it. No no question. I, I would just have to echo what my wife said there, y'all, because she's right on the money. I would think that if you tied a piece of string around her hand, as long as you dedicate your heart and soul to her, it's not going to matter. Uh, ultimately, when you are able and have the means, that's when you do that. Before then, you just give her your heart, and that's going to be enough. And that's mm-hmm. definitely be enough. And 
we want you to check this song out for a minute. saying that you guys we'll move right into question number three and that is is marriage better than just being in a committed relationship and I would I would have to say that either one will do if you're in a committed relationship and you're really committed to your mate you're going to have that special something but marriage is as far as I'm concerned without being biased is definitely the best that's your life partner anyway that's your life partner when you're married the legal system recognizes it the world recognizes it and it's a partnership something that is holy it's from God and when you stand in front of God and you make that commitment with your mate there's nothing that can come between that so I forsake him for no one and he forsakes me for no one so it's a beautiful thing so if I had to personally choose it definitely is marriage but if for all you people out there that's wondering about this question either one will do but if you can be married go for that let's take it back to like we said back to the old days back to when you had the marriage you had the relationship you had the commitment and everybody was still happy you can still have fun and go out and party and that kind of thing take your mate with you and you guys do it together enjoy it the way society makes it seem is that you need to be married and the man is out doing his thing the woman's out doing her thing divided you fall united you stand so stay united and you can still have the same type of relationship as if you were single you just have to be committed you have to save your personal physical attraction to others and have it for your mate no question. I, and before I go to the next question, I just have two words to say on that, is that it's another level. That's right. And question number four is, is we have three kids. How do we get a break to relax and have some romance, baby? That's what they want to know. What do, what do you think about that? Somebody's got three kids. They want a little break, a little relaxation, and a little romance. Okay, you guys got three kids. Let me let me quiet it down because I really want you to hear this answer. I would say it doesn't matter if you have five or eight kids. Depending on the age of the kids, you probably need a sitter if they're really young. But you could have time at 10 o'clock at night. You hug and love up your kids, have fun with them all day. My husband homeschools our kids, as we've stated many times before. Spend time with them so you know that they're loved up and they're feeling good and they're feeling fulfilled. Put them down for a movie or to bed. And once they go to bed, you got all the rest of the evening. Turn your phones off. Say to each other, tomorrow I know we got work, we're going to call in sick. And you're going to spend the evening just relaxing and having fun, having marathon movie night. That's time. Any time you spend with your mate is quality time. I know people go, no, it's not. Yes, it is, because you're not promised tomorrow. You're not promised next week. You're not promised another month. So I would say use all of the time that you have and you can watch movies together it depends on what you're trying to do if you're trying to do a vacation plan ahead for it plan it a year out make sure your parents or your sister or someone in your family can take the kids for three or four days it doesn't have to be a week long maybe three just three or four days and maybe you stay in the same city but you go down and check into a hotel and that's where your vacation is it saves you money from flying and you're also having that private time and if you really get homesick and miss your kids you can drive up and see them and say okay mommy and daddy will be back we're going out to dinner and then we'll see you tomorrow and you can go back down to your hotel and have more quiet time. So there's so many different ways to be creative that 
using that time that you, you have is what's important, not how much time, but the time you have. Use that wisely. No question, baby. You you took every one of, uh, of any type of answer that I could ever give them. But I would say one great one is that if you can plan a day off together while your children are at mm-hmm. school, oh wow! You start it the night before and relax with each other, watch you a movie the next day, maybe breakfast in bed, spend the whole day together, maybe you do a spa or something like that. By the time the kids get home. You guys got dinner ready, have some fun with them, and then you watch your movie, and before you know it, you're getting that time that you desperately, desperately want. Oh, most definitely. And and following up, my I, all I have to do is just echo my husband. That was beautiful, and he's right. And that's why I love him, y'all. And finally, here's the last question, honey. If I caught my husband cheating, what should I do? Ooh. What should they do, baby? Well, uh, leave him. No, no, I'm, no I'm just, I'm just playing. I, I would, he I would say behind. that. No, <laughs> you know, when you talk about catching somebody cheating, a lot of the time, something that is that goes to that level, it's the individual person that has some type of issue, or it's something inside your marriage. And I would say that or relationship. Or, or, yeah, relation or marriage, uh, I mean relation, relationship, you're going to have to sit down and you're going to have to communicate and you're going to have to figure out why it is that the other part of your union wants to do something like that. And communication is what ultimately is going to get you over that. But uh, no, not at all. I, I would say that uh, cheating is something that we on this side of the world do not advocate. That's something that, you know, you, you're in a commitment and you make it, and you have to stay true to it. And I think that is the strength of any union, whether it be a marriage or whether it just be a relationship of whatever the aspects are. You have to stay true to it, and that is what is the strength inside of it, no doubt. Oh, most definitely, and I would echo that with my husband. And I would also say that if you caught your husband or your wife, for that matter, cheating, the first thing you need to do is get some counseling if you have children. I've said this before on the show, and try to figure out how you're going to work through this with your family because not only is the wife or the husband going to feel cheated, the kids also feel like, what happened to my mommy and my daddy? So there's a lot of emotional things that they have to deal with and go through as well. So as a family, try to bond together and figure out how you're going to make your next move. Me personally, as a woman, I know how I would be devastated, and as my husband has spoken to me and told me how he would be devastated, it's not something you can expect the person to stay in the relationship, but you definitely need to find out how you're going to part as friends because once that union is broken, there's really nothing to salvage in that way, but you can definitely always be friends and respect each other, and if your parents be the best parents you could possibly be to your children. But the woman or the man, whoever was feel betrayed, whoever was the one that got cheated on, is going to need some emotional support, is going to need some type of counseling, because it all goes back to them feeling like it's their fault and blaming themselves. Or say, for instance, it wasn't cheating with another person, it was cheating with, I'm not going to drink alcohol anymore, but they turn around and drink alcohol. That you can feel cheated on, too. It's like you let me down. You didn't do what you said. Well, all of that all boils back down to being a unit as a family and figuring out how you're going to get through it and end up on the other side and still be friends, be at least friends. And, again, we want to thank you so much for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week, same time, same place. And until then, I would like to say goodbye, my friend. Respect.
dedicate this song to little Junior Park, a cousin of mine that's grown on.